Hey, hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, here with co-host Jesse Lucier, tuning in live from Singapore, and the head, head muchacho, Mr. Paul McLean at the studio in Kennedy Town. Gentlemen, good evening. What's going on, boys? Good What's to up? see you. How you doing, muchachos? <laughs> Happy to New Year. You're Happy. the tiger, boys. Happy Wishing New you all a uh, prosperous prosperous year hope yeah. you get rich yeah 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 no let's uh, do it this could be the year bud yeah yeah thrill of the fight baby that's what you find in the eye of the tiger thrill of the fight <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah 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 how's uh how's the weather yeah, well, in singapore are you you staying warm we're kind of getting chilly over here yeah it's warm but uh rainy season so it's uh it's pretty wet out there boys so saturday or i think it was sunday was lazing around and then, you know, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to go out, go do some stuff. Yeah. And then uh, as soon as I walked outside, yeah, I took about 15 steps, started raining, turned uh, around, came home, boys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, you, uh, you watch any of the Olympics yet? I've watched a little bit, mostly just the women. But okay, um, cool. So when was the, la- <laughs> uh, no, the first time that Canada did not win the gold medal in the winter? Olympic whimpers, the Winter Olympics. <laughs> so when was the first time that Canada did not win the gold medal in the Winter Olympics? Now I guess Chris, if you were Wait, you're talking women's, right? Yeah. No, I'm just talking Canada in general. Well, the women's would have been a while ago. Uh, well, it would have been more recent, but uh, the men have been right. Oh, and you I, mean I, the men in general? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and uh, yeah, I guess if we we're listening to Terry. Terry Wayne's podcast. Other, Terry did mention this. Um, I, I now just, oh, here we go. I do not remember. Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, I got to think about is, this when for did a second. Canada, the question was when did Canada not win when a was, gold medal in when men's was the, hockey? The first time. What was the first time Canada did? Paul, not. was it in the 1920s? No. <laughs> It was a long time ago. It was way longer than you think. It wasn't in the 1920s, though. Okay, I'm going to go 52. Okay. First time they did not win. I'll give I you mean, a hint. Was... give you a hint. Great Britain okay. won the gold that year. That's correct. Yeah. I do Great remember that. Britain? Great Britain. In what ice hockey? Yeah, yeah, in ice hockey. I'm going World War One. I'm going World War II. Oh, I'm going to say... <laughs> Give it a couple of 40... months and you can say World War III. I'm going to say 40... I'm going to post World War II. 48. I don't even okay. know if there was Olympics in 48. Yeah, I don't know. I was either. kind of... Yeah. yeah. What was yours, Chris? 1952? I said 52. Oh, oh yeah. 52? Yeah. Holy shit. Wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> 1936, boys. 1936. Ah, I, I mean, come on, come on. It was the only Olympic question I could come up with when I was doing there. But mm. speaking of uh, Terry Wayne's going to hate me. Well, he's he's sorry, Terry. He's going to be upset. He's gonna he be is upset. upset. He is okay. he is cursing at his screen right now. Okay, so and then uh, there was a young man way back in the day uh, named Wayne Gretzky. Heard of him? Uh, heard of him? Heard of him? Okay, good. You're on the right path. Uh, his final year in Pee Wee hockey, he had a couple of goals. How many goals did Gretzky get in his final season 
in peewee hockey. Oh, you got to give us like an over under or something, Polly. This is crazy. I, well, I mean, okay, here's the thing. It's a loss. It's a, a loss. loss. <laughs> 294. Okay. I'm going to say 327. Uh, even closer. 378. Oh, man. 378 <laughs> goals in one year. Was that including practices? That I know. Who's yeah. jacking that Walter? Walter Adam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was including practices. It must have. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, he's probably I playing peewee hockey when he was like eight. Like, did they exactly. not have goaltenders in the, in the net? I don't know what's going on. But speaking of goalies. Unbelievable. Okay, so there was a goaltender named Patrick Waugh back in the day, and he retired. And when he retired, he actually had a suggestion on how to increase goal scoring in the NHL. I mean, 378 peewee, Wayne Gretzky had no problem, but I guess some other people were having a little bit of trouble scoring goals. What um, What was what, the solution? What did, what did Patrick Waugh say? What, what was his suggestion? To increase Gear goals? size? Okay. That's pretty something anti goal Goalies some... are usually like big proponents of keeping the gear the way it is. Something to do with the butterfly okay. position. I'm going to say gear size because his gear was huge. Okay. Uh, playing the puck in the corners. I don't know. Did he suggest that? Survey says Jesse Lucier is right. Oh, baby, he's back. He's back. Back in the win column, boys. How about that? Congratulations. Man, you got a commanding lead on me now, Jess. No. no. I think you got two. You got one. <laughs> That's commanding. <laughs> that is a massive lead in this game, folks. Yeah, I was talking to Terry Whalen on the way to your house the other night, and uh, he was saying that yeah. he actually likes this segment with all the questions. He gets some of them. He got Toe Blake uh, with uh, yes. Toe's, Toe's first name, Hector. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think... Um, that's the only person awesome. I've heard that actually enjoys this moment. <laughs> uh, I don't think you guys do, but it's a good well, way to start no, off. No, I'm, I'm now one for 27, so, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's painful. It's yes. painful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'll yeah. get there, bud. You'll catch up one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time, boys. Give it time. All uh, right. Can we get up with this episode or what? We might Paul? as well. Might as well. Might as well. Off you go, boys. All right. Tonight's first period is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-oriented group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives geared at developing ice hockey in Hong Kong and southern China. Established in 2011, the CHG is comprised of various programs for players of all levels. From the exceptional Junior Tigers program, the HKBN Island League, the Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs, all the way up to their adult leagues which include the SCIHL, for those looking for a fun recreational experience, and the CIHL, which is the only elite full contact adult hockey league. If you're looking for some hockey equipment, or if you even need your skates sharpened, stop by the CHG showroom in Central, an exclusive reseller of Warrior and Power equipment. For more information about their programs, Check out their website at ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right, let's get right to it, Jess. The big bite of the week this week has been 
an exciting week of women's hockey at the Winter Olympics. Uh, I think we have to start with that this week. First of all, congratulations. Uh, if you got a chance to watch Team Canada and U.S. today, it was an absolute thriller, um, as expected. And uh, Canada came out on top. The U.S., you know, seemed to be the better team most of the game. Jess, did you get a chance to watch any of this women's hockey? Because it's been incredible. Yeah, I saw uh, Canada's game against uh, Finland. And uh, for our listeners, Finland's actually tends to be now everyone knows kind of women's hockey's a, a two horse race, Canada women yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and the US, but Finland tends to have a good team. But man, I watched this team play and this Canada team is all systems firing, man. Depth, big time, speed, they can score. I want to give a shout out to the coach of that team, who's actually the coach of the women's hockey team at Dalhousie University, where I went. Um, he's got that team firing, man. And uh, no, dude, you said it. If you can watch this team play and the Americans too, you got to watch it, man. This has been some dynamic, exciting hockey. I mean, the women are, man, they're here. Absolutely, man. And uh, you, you, like you said, I think you nailed it. It's always been uh, considered a two horse race of women's hockey, but I've been super impressed with group B so far um, in the women's division. You know, I've been watching the, the team China's games very closely um, friend of the show and, podcast guest Leah Leah Lum has been playing incredible for that team uh, coming up with big goals um, you know her her line was absolutely buzzing in, in the whole tournament they're, they're playing so hard man their their effort level is there the passion is there and I, I just wanted to take a minute to shout out to uh, fellow Kate Bretner uh, Jessica Wong uh, Jess who plays for team China as well uh, born in Cape Breton just an, an hour down the road from Polly and I and um, she's an absolute stud on defense. Um, she's ab- like her, her career, entire career has been incredible. Um, you'll have to look it up on elite prospects or hockey DB Jess, and just have a look at her numbers as a defenseman. Uh, she had a four-year career at Minnesota Duluth and she was the captain her fourth year. Wow. Um, she was the uh, she's, she's like a plus 300 in her career. It's insane. Uh, her, her numbers are amazing. Um, she's getting a point a game for the Vanka Rays last year as a defenseman. Um, and she's one of those players who can absolutely control a game from the back end. Um, mm. So she's been a lot of fun to watch. This Chinese women's team um, has been really fun to follow. And we've got, uh, you know, th- there's a slim chance they're going to move on now because of, you know, the crazy rules with the tiebreakers in the Olympics. But um, it all comes down to the final game between Sweden and Denmark and where they, uh, whether or not they're going to move on. But yeah, congrats to Team China and uh, to Jessica and Leah and and, and all their teammates. Uh, Jess, final word on the women's hockey. Yeah, I mean, look, think about the runway that women's hockey has to grow um, and, and just, you know, how far they've come even in the last 20 years and, and to where it's going. And I think with more and more nations coming up the, the, the ladder here, I mean, look, like you said, you know, a, a woman from Team China was the captain of arguably one of the better hockey schools in the U.S., you know. So, man, I'm excited to see where the women's game is going to get to over the next 20 years. And uh, I don't think it's going to take long for this kind of the, the two-headed juggernaut to, to start seeing some other teams. It's going to be fun to watch, man. No, nice one on that one. Yeah, absolutely. So the Big Bite of the Week this week brought to you by our friends at the Big Bite Restaurant here in Hong Kong. Uh, Check out their wing night on Wednesday nights at the Saiwan location. And Thursday night is steak night. Jesse, what do you got up here for us? Okay, boys, I got a different one here. Uh, We got our Psalm Sleeper, Sleeper of the Week. Um, We're going to bring it back to the NHL here. 
and I got one for you here, fellas. All so right. Psalm Sleep, this segment's brought to you by Psalm. Psalm is like a Red Bull for sleep. Um, this thing has been used by uh, professional athletes all over the world. Uh, you drink this can 30 minutes before you go to bed, you're going to sleep better. And throughout the night, uh, you got to check it out. Um, you know, we've been talking about it all year. I'm using this stuff. It really is great. So go check them out. Get some.com use discount code ATP 10 for uh, a discount on the merch. So boys, I think we were sleeping on someone here. I think we're sleeping on someone here. And this guy is Claude Giroux. Oh man. Old man Claude. Old man Claude, boys. So check it out, right? He gets into the All-Star game, right? Yeah. Captain of Team Metro. They win the three-on-three. Three. Now, I know we talked about the All-Star game before, and but personally, I do like watching the three-on-three. Three. It is quite interesting, but I think we're sleeping on Claude Giroux, man. Look, Philadelphia, we all know just how bad they've been this year. They are in a tough division, but boy, have they been bad. Uh, you know, they're, they're under 500. They're, they're, I mean, they're miles out of a playoff spot, but listen to this fellas, Claude Giroux, 42 games. Let me, let me flip this around. Paulie, how many points do you think Claude Giroux has this year in okay. 42 games playing for the Flyers? 42 games. I'm going to say 56 points. Oh, not, not that good. God not, not that good. Oh. Uh, Ivany, what do you think, bud? Uh, I'm going to say somewhere around a point a game. So he's just under a point a game, 35 points. Here I am hyping him up, but yeah. here I am. Uh, he's got 35 points, 42 yeah. games. So, boys, I got to ask, are we sleeping on this guy? And he's an rest- unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Could I think that's the, a trade target, man. That's the big question, Jess. Um, right? You're going to see a push at a coach through over the next couple of weeks because he wants to get up around that point a game and become trade bait. Um, I would say, I mean, it's tough to, it's tough to get in somebody's mind, but you don't want to be on a losing team at the end of your career. It seems, you know, you want to get a chance to win. So I wouldn't be surprised if we, uh, if we are sleeping on him a little bit, Jess, and he continues to, uh, to, to push forward. I mean, he's having a great season. He looked great in the all-star game. Well, whatever you want to call it, I'll get to that in a little bit, but yeah. um, Yeah. You could be right on this one. What do you think, Paulie? Old man Claude. Uh, why not? Why not? I don't know. He's getting a bit old, though. He's getting a little bit long in the tooth. Um, he is. I mean, you got to prove yourself at this age, I guess. Uh, but uh, if old Joe Thornton taught us anything uh, and uh, Big Z, I mean, age ain't nothing but a number. True. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll take him a Boston. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like, that's a perfect example of a team. I mean, look. His contract's up at the end of the year. Like everyone thinks, oh, you know, he's got a fat contract. And then I think yeah. even before the All-Star game, you think, ah, oh, Claude Giroux washed up, done. But you know what? You make a trade for this guy. And then let's say Philadelphia retains half his salary. His cap hit is, is going to be like a million bucks. That's it. You know, like watch Tampa Bay pick him up or, or something crazy like right. that. You know? Like, So, man, you heard it here first, boys. You heard it on yeah. Across the Pond first. There you go. Watch, watch for this nice. name to be Claude. hot. At the deadline. Claude Giroux moving to a contender. Ooh. Yeah. For once. He's only 34, boys. He's got a chance. He could he could definitely turn it up for a couple of months here and uh, and contribute to a team. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's He's all got a lot of rest for, last few years. Nice boys. playoff run. Yeah. That's so that's right. my sleeper, fellas. That's, that's my sleeper of the week. That's all right, sleeper. then. That's a good sleeper. That's a good sleeper. Uh, let's move on to the Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery Spill of the Week. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Yardley Brothers. 
you can check them out at yardleybrothers.hk. These guys are cracking out award-winning beers one after the other folks, and you can order them online so you can sit at home during this pandemic, get some nice uh, frosty cold ones delivered to your door. Check them out at yardleybrothers.hk. Okay, boys, the spill of the week. I know I talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it again. The, uh, the All-Star Weekend is an absolute farce. I mean, this is the this is the worst all-star of all sports right now. It's the worst event I've watched in so long. And I didn't even watch it live. I had to go back and watch it just so I could talk about how bad it is. Uh, I'll start with the skills competition. First of all, they don't even have the agility in puck handling anymore. Like, come on, that's the best event. They got guys in the parking lot shooting pucks into like little rings in the middle of a fountain in Las Vegas. What is going on here, Jess? I mean, this skills competition is not even close to what it used to be. I mean, the, the hardest shot is still there. The fastest skater, accuracy shooting, those events you can't really mess with. But is it just turning into too much of a spectacle? And you know, I'd like to actually hear from some of our more casual hockey fans. Like, is this fun to watch? I mean, I, for me, it's not. And it, it is, and I didn't, we didn't get to the game yet, but first your thoughts on the, on the skills competition. Yeah. I mean, look, I can't agree more. I'm, I don't watch it. You know, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> so couldn't really care less. I don't really even know what the skills were. Um, you know, I, I always check to see just how fast McDavid skated around, but He's not yeah. even winning the fastest skater. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this thing, it's, this is just a miss to me. I, I think what happened is they saw the success and the hype generated around like the slam dunk contest. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, you know, and it's kind of just, a, it is, it, 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 it's a bit of a mockery. Like it just looks like a bunch of guys having some fun. And it, to me, that's, that's kind of the only entertaining part is like to hear the sound bites of these guys. <laughs> Yeah, but, the mic, I mean, I mean look, miss me down. with uh, you know, the the dodgeball like shootout yeah. that Z got. Like, I couldn't care less about that, and that's why I don't watch, dude. So, but no, yeah. I agree. I'd be curious to see, like, maybe there are some casual fans that maybe they do find it really interesting. So, I mean, you know, if it touches a wider base once a year, ah, uh, well, you know, well, I can deal with it. Oh uh, yeah, I can, I can deal with it too. It just kind of irks me a little bit. Um, and the game itself, like watching three on three hockey for me, like to do it for five minutes in overtime uh, at the end of a game, regular season game, I get it. It is exciting. And it's a, a way to end the game a little bit faster and keep things a little tighter schedule wise and stuff like that. But in an all-star game, like here's, here's a prime example, Jess, I think it was the Pacific division. They had one defenseman on their team. So they had pet. I think it was Petrangelo was the only defenseman though. So they had 11 forwards and one defenseman, and this is supposed to be like an all-star game. So like, to me, that takes away from the spirit of the game. Number one, at least play five on five guys. And, and if you want, here's my solution, quick take. My solution is first of all, get the best players there for the game itself. You know, not one per team. Uh, Make sure you get the best players there. First of all, for the game play a full rostered five on five game and then bring in whoever you want for the skills competition. But part of the all-star weekend has to have some integrity to the game of hockey, in my opinion. So let's see at least a good game and then make the skills competition, whatever you want, make it fun, make it fan friendly, um, you know, do all these little games that, you know, bring in the casual fan. That's fine. 
but I still want to see the best players in the NHL at least play a five-on-five game against each other. What do you guys think? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, I I think this maybe dials into we still need a best-on-best tournament, but even if they did make it five-on-five, man, this All-Star weekend, it's a a bit of a joke. Like, it's a... These guys, even if it was five, I mean, it used to be five on five and it was even worse. So, um, yeah, look, uh, you know, I, I, I caught the, I caught the end of the final game and I will say the pace did pick up. Of you course, know, there's a million dollars on the line. Pick up. But yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's an all-star weekend, you know, the rest of the league, if anything, like these guys kind of get the short end of the stick. Like, you know, I follow a couple of these guys, on a couple of my buddies, like, they're all in Miami. They're all on the beach somewhere. Like they're just away, dude. Like so, yeah, getting some, getting some R&R. Yeah. But it was a short break, you know, the picked up right again, but yeah, no, I agree, man. I, I, but I don't have the solution. So, uh, you know, but. Well, let's yeah. move on. Jess, the all-star weekend is a disappointment. What do you, what do you got for us? Right. Okay. So moving on our found feel good story, boys, listen, you know, I'm a Leafs fan, but since we started this season, I've tried not to be too much of a Homer but I'm going full Homer for this found feel good story. And this story is brought to you by found found is Asia's first CBD concept store and cafe. They are on a mission to bring the life-changing benefits of cannabinoids back to the region. Uh, it's uh, got a store in the quiet Shenguan neighborhood uh, and it's also online. Go check them out. I know Ivan, he's a big proponent of all their stuff. I'm still waiting to test it out. He's been hogging it all, but you check them out on Instagram, Facebook or found.hk. And again, you use it, discount code ATP 10 to get a discount on some merch boys. My, my found feel good story out of Leafs nation is Mitch Marner. Wow. Mitch. Let me bring you back here for a second. Let me bring you back as painful as it is. <laughs> and I know we've been harping on the Habs, So maybe this will be nice for you. Ivany. Yep. When the Habs knocked out the Leafs last year, right? It was the, the sky was falling in Toronto, right? Remember, Matthews had no points. I legit think Marner had zero points or maybe one or two assists, no goals. And then the media just roasted him, right? They were all over him all summer long. The guy who was the darling of Toronto before this was basically public enemy number one. So, and then kickoff this year, right? Remember, the Leafs kind of had a slow start. He had a slow start and he had an injury. Everyone's saying, get rid of him. He's done. Yeah. But boy, since then, he's, man, as he turned it around, he's currently on an eight-game goal streak right now. He's got, uh, what has he got, boys? He has, uh, sorry, let me just bring it up. He's got 40 points in 34 games, um, you know, and, and in his last, you know, like I said, eight games, eight-game goal streak. Again, he was getting, uh, you know, some pressure, saying he's, uh, you know, not scoring on the power play. Well, he's scoring like crazy now. So, look, I know I'm speaking to, you know, fans of arguably the Leafs' two biggest rivals. But tell me, like, when you see a player in the NHL that just got thrown under the bus, when the next year he comes back and starts to perform, like, tell me that doesn't feel a little good, boys. That's a little bit here. I'm, I'm, my heart is pretty warm right now, Jess. That was a great, that was a great feel-good story. Uh, Mitchie scored the winner in OT, didn't he? This morning, uh, yeah. big win by the Leafs against the Hurricanes today. Team were high on boys. He scored the tying goal late and then put the overtime winner in. I mean, look, there you go. And I know a lot of people out there are shaking their heads, saying, you know what, he gets paid all that money. He should be doing this. In fact, he should be doing more. But 
um, I don't know. I just, I had this feeling over the last couple of days, man, that it's great to see him kind of get back into that calm and, and, and really be the elite player that he is. And, uh, you know, I know some of our listeners, especially anti-Leafs won't probably won't feel this way, but boys, that's my found feel good story. Good story. Wow, it was a beauty. Thanks, Jess. Yep. All right, that's it for tonight's first period, folks. Tonight's second period is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. When we're not talking about hockey on Across the Pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours our headphones spend on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case, this is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at TheRealAHG or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in AHG20OFF. Tell them across the pond sent ya. All right, Polly, I believe we have a couple audio questions this week. Uh, why don't you uh, queue up? I believe we do. We got to... Uh... One guy, I think, uh, might have been on the uh, on the podcast before. Uh, did you ever hear of a guy named Andrew Work? Oh, Mr. Canada. Yeah, Mr. Canada. So he has a, he has a special one here for you. Uh, okay, bye. Let me, let me cue it up. Oh, that's nice. I took a screenshot. Here we go. Hey there to the boys at Across the Pond. I got a question for the birthday boy, Chris Ivany. What is the best birthday hockey experience you've ever had as a player or a referee or a fan you tell me andrew work in hong kong there we go so mr work thanks for the question buddy some people don't know it was chris's birthday the other day he uh, happy birthday buddy thanks thank you sir thank he, he you joined uh, joined the 40s club moving up there boys oh wow <laughs> uh, 40, it's crazy. 40, 40 years of uh, being involved in hockey. You must have a good uh, hockey story for Mr. Andrew. Well, I have, I have one good hockey story for my whole career, basically. Um, and it just so happens that it was around, it wasn't the day of my birthday, but it was my birthday weekend turning 18 um, in grade 12, playing for my high school hockey team, uh, playing with an injured back in this tournament called the red cup, uh, which is a big deal back home. Um, just battled through it, Jess, like a dummy, uh, go <laughs> and, uh, turns out, uh, I, we play against our arch rivals, Kings Ed chill, which is a private school in Nova Scotia in the championship game. And I scored a goal in the second period turned out to be the game winner. So that's my claim to fame, the, the, the best part of my hockey career. And, uh, it just so happened. It was, uh, the first week of February, right around my 18th birthday. So wait, so at 18, you threw your back out. Like first, first, first herniated disc. I've got four now. If it wasn't for that, man, you would have been snapping it around with the oh, house for sure. 378 right? goals. Yeah, that wouldn't have been a yeah. record. No, um, that that was the highlight, boys. That's uh, that's about as far as it was gonna go. Um, but yeah, great memory, great times, high school. Paul, you have a, you have, I'm sure you have a few red cup memories. So at least you uh, must have attended a few of the after parties. None that I can remember <laughs> or none that I can. Uh, yeah. That, that um, makes best time. Paulie doesn't remember. Best uh, time yeah. doesn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're great times. They're great times. <laughs> thanks for the uh, birthday shout out boys. Um, Andrew work. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes, yes. All right. You guys want another question? I think I got. Yeah. I would love there. another one. Let's see. Uh, do you guys know this guy? 
What's up, boys? Just want to get your thoughts on uh, the All-Star game. You think it's a good thing that all these young kids with personality are taking over, or do you believe in torts that they're killing the tradition of the game? Oh, the gobstopper. Gobstopper. Yeah, he doesn't miss. Yeah. Doesn't he miss does not He's bang on here, boys. I think he was referring to torts when he was laying into Zegers for doing the Michigan and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we're seeing it in the all-star game. And I know we, we, we did talk about this today, but just, just a quick thought on that one. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, you know, we, we discussed this before, but we live in a, in a bit of a different world in the terms of, you know, at the end of the day, the way hockey grows is dependent on a lot of stuff. Right. And it's not just about the old school game that we all know and love. I mean, it, it comes down to TV revenues and, and then social media revenues and these Viral guys. Vids. Pumps, right. Yeah. So, you know what? If you want that and if you want this and you want these athletes to become almost larger than life, which is kind of anti hockey, I understand that. But if you look at what the world of soccer has been able to accomplish, all this stuff, like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like this stuff. Now, to me personally, I would not be caught dead doing it, but I look at it almost as this actually is probably good for the game moving forward. And just if it gets more people involved in like, you know, Southern California or Miami, then whatever, you know, like if that's what it takes and that's what it takes. And, and at the end of the day, you're not going to win a cup by being, you know, flashy and, 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 and doing this stuff. Like you're still going to have to go through the grind to win a Stanley Cup. But so, yeah, I mean, look, middle of a regular season dog days of a season by all means man if you get something that just kind of electrifies and excites and yeah i mean great you know so is it killing the tradition of the game no i don't think so because at the end of the day the traditions of the game are those rivalries that are you know born in the playoffs and that grind and then you know during the season i mean why not let the kids run wild you know i mean crosby's taking it off anyway always just uh, yeah, i'm not going and <laughs> You know, yeah. let the kids go, you know, showcase a little bit of personality. I mean, I think maybe it's it's time for the NHL to do this, you know. Well said, Jess. And, you know, the entertainment value is so important. And, you know, those viral videos um, are being seen all over the world. Right. And uh, you're seeing people, kids coming back, making videos out in their backyards and this kid like coming out of his bedroom and, you know, skating right and in, out into his backyard. Like all yeah, these. That was bot- awesome. That's awesome yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. you are, it, it is leading to a whole new group, a, a new generation of player. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you hit the nail on the head, Jesse. You're still going to have to win 16 games mm. to win the Stanley Cup. So in the playoffs and, uh, and you're not going to do that by picking up the puck on your stick from behind the net. Yeah. So yeah, dog days. I couldn't agree more. Paul, question, Abe. Speaking yeah. of behind the net, where was Wayne Gretzky? Or what did they say? Wayne Gretzky was somewhere when he was behind the mesh. That was the saying. office. The yeah, office, baby. There you yeah. go. You got two. You got yeah. <laughs> Talk it up, baby. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he's in his office. He's in his office. Trying to get a thousand points back yeah. there. We just blew up the internet, folks. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Blowing up. After blowing up the internet, but Jesse and Chris get a trivia question right. Probably the easiest one of the season. Yeah, Maybe of all time. Of all all time. time. Yeah, the easiest question of all time. Uh, Anyways, boys, uh, thanks for the audio question there, Avery. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you again soon. That brings us to the end of tonight's second period. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Wheel Hub Asia. 
Wheel Hub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They've just started a new program called Three Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three-on-three inline hockey league. Wheel Hub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to their website at wheelhubasia.com. Jess, quick chat about the men's Olympic hockey tournament about to start uh, February 10th. Team Canada kicks things off against, well, probably their most important game here of the, of the, uh, of the round robin uh, against Germany. What are your thoughts on our team, first of all, and uh, our chances going into this tournament? Yeah, I think maybe like most people, it's a bit bittersweet just, just because of, you know, I think back to, you know, the team in Vancouver and, you know, and what the team, you know, could have been, but, you know, with Uh that being said, um, I kind of like this mix they have, they got this kind of older crew mixed with some young guys. Um, It should be interesting. There's some guys I want to keep watching play like, um, you know, McTavish and and power that we kind of got a quick glimpse of, um, you know, at, at world juniors. But, uh, and, you know, think about it, man, the last Olympics for some people might not remember Germany were actually the ones who knocked us out. Um, and who went on to the gold medal game and we went to the bronze medal. So, you know what, a great opportunity to kind of kick back up. I mean, you cannot German, if this is not like maybe some of our listeners out there are thinking about this, one of the guys I know him who's playing for Germany, his name's Conrad Albuchauser used to play for the Mooseheads. This guy's a stud defenseman. You know, these guys are top tier players. And especially, you know, when it comes now, it's basically a tournament of, of European players and Germany, man, they've got a great league. They develop players very, very well in the pro ranks. So it'll be a tough test. So, um, but no, I mean, I'm excited again. I know there are a lot of fans out there probably a little let down that it's not the boys, you know, like the guys, like we're not watching McDavid and Sid buzz around the ice, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited, man. I'm fired up. Yeah, I agree, Jess. Uh, I mean, they do have a really good mix. And when you compare this team to say the U S team, which is filled with basically all NCAA players, um, we've got quite a mix of older players, um, you know, like Daniel Winnick and Adam Cracknell, Eric Stahl. I mean, guys that have been through, the wars, David DeHarnay, a former Hab, got a shout out to David. Um, and, you know, and there's a couple of youngsters, of course, on, like you mentioned. And of course, uh, we didn't mention Alex Grant representing Nova Scotia. Yeah. So uh, a stud defenseman as well. But I mean, I'm definitely excited to see these guys. And, and it's going to be interesting to see how our mix compares to, you know, some of the younger squads like the U S because it's going to be a short tournament, you know, as you know, Jess, and anything can happen. So, Game one against Germany, I think, is really big for us. Um, anything can happen against uh, the U.S. in game two. And game three against China, hopefully that won't uh, won't be the toughest of the three. So this this game against Germany could determine whether or not where, how we move on into the uh, quarterfinals, whether it's a bird, you know, uh, getting a freebie or if we're going to have to play one of the top, top teams on the other side. So big yeah. game against Germany. Big game. Big game. I can't wait. I cannot yeah. wait. I know. I'm super excited about it. Paulie, are you ready for this Olympic hockey or what? No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Put yeah. chalk that one up the hot table. I mean, I'm all about honesty, boys. Honesty. Yeah, just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, 
I know you guys are bumping it up and it's really nice of you, but uh, yeah, I, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I'd rather be watching. This sucks. Like you say, yeah. McDavid and Sid just tearing it up, ripping up the ice, scoring yeah. 300, 378 goals in an Olympic showdown. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it'll still be good, but eh. <laughs> I mean, you're not well, wrong, man. You're not wrong. You're, you're not you, wrong. you are not wrong, and I'm sure a lot of people share that opinion, Polly. Well, I'm uh, a man of the is, people. I'm a man of the people. You are a man of the people, <laughs> if anything. If anything. <laughs> if anything. <laughs> Spitting the truth bombs, boys. <laughs> That's right. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we're certainly going to be watching uh, from over here. Uh, best of luck to Team Canada, and we're looking forward to a really, really exciting men's event. Um, so, before we get to story time, Jess, uh, just quickly, give me a hot take or two. What's what? What are we looking forward to in the NHL as we restart uh, after the little break here? Okay, we haven't mentioned it yet, but we did Florida. talk about it a lot on our last podcast. Florida Panthers. No, <laughs> wow. Florida everyone's Panthers on the wagon. wagon. Well, welcome. <laughs> I gave you this early, early in the year, boys. Evander Kane going to the Oilers. Does this Ooh, change this team? Hundred percent, it does, dude. I mean, if you look at their lineup right now, Hyman is on the third line with Nugent Hopkins and Pooley So that all of a sudden, they've got three lines, three solid lines, and Warren Fogle and and Derek Grant are, are where they should be in the fourth line. So I believe, and they're going to get Clefbaum back on D. I mean, Mike Smith's back. Times are good, in Edmonton Jess. What a 180 that team sucks. So, yeah, my hot take uh, last week was I don't think this team's going to make the playoffs. <laughs> so, I'm still going to say I think they might be flirting with that final wild card spot. Mm-hmm. But you like the move, seems. I like the move. I do like the move. And, I and you know, I'll be the first one to say I, I you can quote me. Uh, I uh, did not think it was going to happen. I didn't think he was going to get picked up. Um, but he did and instant impact scored right away. He's got a couple mm-hmm. goals, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, talk about just a desperate fan base, man. <laughs> well, so, I no, said that, that could have been my found actually now that I feel now that I think about it, but yeah. no, uh, so that's my hot take that does change the dynamic. One player of his caliber, man, can really change the dynamic. Second hot take. I mean, I mentioned already, but I think Claude Giroux is going to get traded. I think he's going to get traded, which is crazy to say. This guy has been a staple in their franchise. I think he might yeah. get dealt. Um, and my last hot take, boys, is... Lava. Is... I don't know, boys. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. He's excited. I... Do you got something? I know one. I know one people want to talk about or listen about. Okay, Uh-oh. go. The Montreal Canadiens <laughs> won six and three in their last ten. Dead last in the Atlantic. Also dead last in the league. Arizona is now twenty six points. Montreal has twenty three. Um, I think Montreal, when was the last time the Habs were in last place at the midway point of a season? Montreal may finish last in the league this year. Come on, baby. Oh! If I got you're going to tank, take, I got you're going to tank. They're going to finish last. Yeah. They're going to finish last and then pick like 11th. <laughs> they're going to lose the draft. 
<laughs> the worst possible scenario. I hate both of you guys. What do you got, Ivany? What's your lava, man? Give me some inferno. All right. What you got? I, I got a couple hot takes for you, Jess. Uh, first one, um, look out for the Vegas Golden Knights because oh, that yeah. team is about to get healthy. Jack Eichel is practicing with full contact jersey on, which means he's not far off. And this team is about to step it up and turn it on the second half. And uh, we're going to see what kind of uh, what kind of teams we have out West when the Vegas Golden Knights are finally healthy, because this changes everything in that division. Um, you know, <clears throat> well, they're going to go think, from first place to first place. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's they've got a lot of games at hand there on Calgary and Edmonton. So there's they're not like comfortably out in the lead there. Yeah. And Calgary and Edmonton are coming, and the Vegas Golden Knights are a team to watch out for in the second half, boys. Nice. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, agree. Agree. Um, and final hot take: the Nashville Predators are going to come back down to earth, and they're going to stumble. In the second half, I just can't see them maintaining this this pace, boys. They're twenty eight and fourteen right now, yep. and uh, I just can't I, I can't see them riding UC Saros the entire season. What are you guys seeing with the Nashville Predators? Yeah, no, I agree, man. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they're a big beneficiary of. I mean, the Western Conference, man. It's been a weak division. Uh, it's been a weak conference, except for you know a couple juggernauts. And <laughs> excuse me, so you know. It, let, let, let's just say some of these teams start to kind of heat up again, you know, like the jets find kind of find it. They've stumbled. The blues mm-hmm. continue to roll. I mean, you know, the blues and wild are a great team, but, but when you look at the Pacific division where they play a lot of their games, I mean, you know, these teams are just straight up bad this year. Like, you know, look, I know we talked a lot about Edmonton, but even Calgary, man, they're, you know, and the sharks and Canucks and I think they've kind of benefited from that, but you know, yeah, I mean, it's a shock to me that they're, you know, in contention of where they are. Yeah. You know, second, just behind, you know, the avalanche. Like I would have never picked this in a million years, but of yeah, course. I agree, man. I think they'll come I back think, down. Or- and if you look at, they got 46 games played. Uh, they're at the top of the list as far as games played. Minnesota's got five games at hand on them. Yeah, they're and, at one point behind uh, them. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And they're only, they're, they're a plus 19 when, when you look at them compared to Minnesota, Colorado and St. Louis, they're, they're yeah. way off. So yeah. the Nashville predators will crash back down to earth. Hot take. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So Jess, let's close things off with a little story time from uncle Polly. What do you think? I love it. This is my favorite part. Put me right to sleep, Polly. All right. Get some. Grab your some. Grab your some. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Boys. Nice. <laughs> It's that leafy neighborhood they're in. Man. It just makes me want to. <laughs> I love them. I love them. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Gather around, children. In 1991, Pittsburgh Penguin Phil Bork heard a rattling inside the cup and took it apart to investigate. He discovered that repairmen had scratched their names inside of the trophy. So. Bork did the same. (laughs) He may be the only player with his name etched on the inside and outside of the Stanley Cup. Oh, man. 
Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Where do you find this stuff, Paul? I, 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 I know people. I know people. Man <laughs> of the people. Man of the people. Man. If nothing else, if, not, if you don't get anything from this podcast tonight, folks, just remember that Paul is a man of the people. Man of the people. Thanks, man of the people. Yeah. Thanks for the story, bud. Another Anytime, beauty. boys. Jess, Jess, thanks for tuning in live from Singapore. Paulie, great work. That was Across the Pond, and that's a wrap. Thank you once again to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Wheel Hub Asia, The Big Bite Restaurant, Felix & Co., Psalm Sleep, and Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. And of course, our head honcho here at Sunset Studio, Mr. Paul McLean. Folks, if you want to reach out, send in a question or a comment to AcrossThePondHK.com or find us on social media at AcrossThePondHK. <laughs> I don't think Zoom knew what to do. It was like, they both got it right. Oh, shut it down. Shut it down.